Hello, everyone, and welcome to 180 Mentoring. My name is Terry Krebs, and I'm the host of 180 Mentoring, where I'll be discussing information you can use in day-to-day leadership situations. I'll provide you information in a way that you'll be able to listen to it, use it, and apply it so you can move on to your next leadership success. All leadership examples and solutions are based upon actual events and situations that I've encountered in my 30 years of leading and mentoring. You can find me at 180mentoring.com and 180mentoring at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 180 Mentoring. My name's Terry Krebs, and I'm the host and the facilitator for 180 Mentoring. When I started this podcast, I wanted to build it around simple leadership issues that I've ran into over the years in simple answers that kind of would help you move through the different leadership problems that I've seen. But what I found out after I've done, you know, the first seven or eight of these podcasts is that many of the problems that leaders deal with on a day-to-day basis are not major things. I mean, there's some major things. If you listen back to some of my previous podcasts about staff meetings and process and leading in times of crisis, those things are all important. But really what I'm finding out lately is that the things that really frustrate teammates are small issues that if they were non-issues would help the team move forward and move forward quickly. So today's podcast, the topic is how do you work hard to get to the yes instead of working harder to get to the no? How do you work hard to get to the yes instead of working harder to get to the no? So over time, I have seen So over time, I have seen so many people that work so very hard to say no to something that if they just put the effort in of how to get to the yes, they would have gotten so much more respect from their teammates, so much more respect from the supervisors. And even if the answer was no, that when they were done, they would have learned something about the problem. They would have learned something about the process. They would have learned that maybe no was the right answer, but then they would know why no was the right answer. And they would work hours and hours and hours to get to the no. I've come across people that will sit and stare right at you, even when you have the greatest idea, and just tell you no, and they don't want to talk about it. Now, I'm not really sure why they do that, and I don't want to tell myself a story about why they do that. But the older I get, the more I think that the people that it's easier for them to say no is that uh, could be a couple of reasons. Number one, it might take a little bit of work from their side to get to the yes, which they don't want to do. Or number two, they may be a little intimidated the fact that you came up with this great idea and maybe they don't want anyone else to know that it's yours. So please, please, when you start to become a formal leader or you get an opportunity to lead, when someone comes to you with a possible idea or something or a situation or you're trying to be a a problem solver, work hard to get to the yes. 
look for opportunities for you to show people that if you work hard to get to the yes, you learn something, you understand the process better, you understand where it fits in the big machine and how those things work and flex and change and move in the big process. And believe it or not, there may be an opportunity for you actually to do what they want to do and it do something great for the team. So throughout history, there's been lots of people who have been famous no people. That's not true. There's really not anybody in history that was a famous no person. Think about people over time that you've heard about that were that were known by everyone around the world for getting things done. They were always the person that was looking for the yes. Heck, even people from a long, long time ago. So let's say Howard Hughes. So Howard Hughes is way before my time, way before my time. However, when I hear the name Howard Hughes, even at this point in time, I think about getting things done. Howard Hughes built companies, he built airplanes, he built movie studios, he built boats. Uh, there's nothing that's associated with that person's name that comes off as something bad as, as far as I know. For me, he was always about getting to the yes. Now, he had his failures, but every one of those failures, he came back and said, I learned how to get to the yes instead of getting to the no. Now, again, Thomas Edison. I think he is famous for talking about he didn't consider any of his experiments that didn't work out so well as failures. They were just ways to not do what he was trying to do because you have to figure those things out as well. So this podcast, what I want you to do is I just want you to refocus yourself and prepare yourself that when people on your team come to you and want to talk to you about the things that are going on, or a situation, or an issue. Again, you know, I've talked about problem solving in the past in a previous podcast. A lot of that has to focus on if the first words out of your mouth are, hey, let's see if we can do that, instead of, no, we're not going to do that. Now, you have to decide when those situations are, because again, there's no absolutes. There's going to be something that's going to come to you, and you're going to be like, you know, we're not going to be able to do that right now because we don't have the money, the time, or the resources, but maybe that's something that we can do next fiscal year, when more money is available, when we finish this project. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to stifle creativity. With young people that are on your team, you want them to continue to think outside of the box because it was not so long ago that each one of us was one of those young people that had these far out ideas that our supervisors looked at us like, what are you thinking? But really think back and take some time and realize that if you had a supervisor or supervisors like I had when I was a young person who always told me that I should try to do things that were not the norm, that were kind of outside of the box, that those are the people that we look back to like as leaders today and say, those are the people who helped me become a better person and a better organizer. So those are the people that I want you to think about when we talk about getting to the yes instead of sticking to the no. What else can you do to work towards the yes? Create an atmosphere where people are not afraid to fail. You know, I've talked about this many, many times before because people will continue to bring things to you that are all about the yes. 
as long as you create an atmosphere where people are not afraid of failing. Because again, Thomas Edison, every time that someone stumbles, those are great opportunities for people to learn how to do something better or maybe how that wasn't going to work out well the next time or to not waste time on those activities in the future. That's what you have to do. So anyway, remember, work to the yes, work very hard to get to the yes. No is, should not be the first option for you when you're dealing with people. If you try those couple things, I guarantee you that the communication in your office or wherever you work will become better. People will be more open to you. They'll look to you for advice and help and problem solving because they know that you're going to do everything you can to help them work through the process of whatever situation they came up to. If you become a no person, the communication will slow down. It will stop. People will be apprehensive. Your office or your team will start to fall behind the other teams because no one will want to try anything that may be a little bit controversial, maybe a little bit harder, and they will just stick to the minimum and not ever try to step outside of the box. That wraps up today's podcast. Thanks for listening and providing input to today's topic. You can reach out to me at 180mentoring.com and 180mentoring at gmail.com. I'm Terry Krebs, and I'm the host of 180 Mentoring. I'll look forward to talking with you soon.